Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One of our favorite places in Moab to eat is Zach's, Z-A-X. They have great pizza. It's an it's an all-you-can-eat pizza place, but you can also order your own pizza if, if you would like. And we discovered Zach's. I think it was the first restaurant we ever went to because it's the only restaurant there that we found where you walk in, you sit down. Once the server takes your drink order, you can literally walk to this pizza soup and salad buffet and you can eat immediately. You There's no waiting. You well, I mean, you don't eating. eat at the buffet. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you should put stuff on your plate you and should. take it back to the table. You could start eating right away. <laughs> but that's frowned upon. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is the Dear Bob and Sue podcast, our stories of adventures and misadventures as we travel to all the U.S. national parks and other public lands. I'm Matt Smith. And I'm Karen Smith. We are the authors of the Dear Bob and Sue series of books. On today's special summer bonus episode, we won't be talking about any park adventures or misadventures, but instead one of our absolute favorite subjects, food. Food. I like food. Mm Mm-hmm. Over the years, we've explored the national parks. We've also explored a lot of different places to eat near the parks. And today, we're sharing some of our favorites. From donut shops to breweries and steakhouses, we're discussing places where you can get some unique and delicious food while visiting the parks. So important, isn't it? Yes, it is. (laughs) Sometimes the only thing that gets me through hard hikes and difficult backpacking trips is the thought of what I'm going to eat when we're finished. Food fantasies. Maybe that should be the name of this episode. (laughs) I don't think it's that kind of show, Matt. Oh, you don't think? (laughs) (laughs) What Matt was referring to in our opening is that we've been struggling, like we usually do, on what to call this bonus episode, what to name it. Yeah, like most episodes, I've rejected all the names you've come up with so far. (laughs) I know. I I don't know why you didn't like any of these. I actually thought some of them were very clever. Like, um, I had Park Eats. Park Eats? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you're insulting the parks. (laughs) How about Park Grub? Like worms? Like like bugs? No, like food grub. Okay. Park grub. That's, so you lost me on that one. Okay. Park bites. Yeah, that's another that's another unpleasant verb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Bon appetit. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> all of our European <laughs> listeners would like that. That's right. Or national park cuisine. Do you think we're that fancy? Uh, we're really not fancy at all. No, this is what we go through every I know. episode. I know. And my favorite one that you shot down was... (laughs) (laughs) And you knew I would shoot it down before you even said it. (laughs) I love it, though. I love it so much. National Park Noshes. 
So we're going to make people <laughs> nauseous with, with our food episode? Okay. Not not nauseous. <laughs> you are not. Nauseous. The, you are no like, longer the marketing department. <laughs> <laughs> like noshing, you know, eating. No, national. Okay, National Park noshing. Uh, no, okay. All right. So anyway, just we're put a pin in that. Yeah, we'll have to um, we'll have to go back to the drawing board on that one. But anyway, let's let's get going. All right. So we should say right off the bat that we're not fancy people. We're not fancy <laughs> did, eaters. Did we're we not fancy anything. <laughs> Think people know this by now. So we are drawn to places like pizza places and breweries and food trucks and and casual sit at the bar type places. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, that's what we like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of parks, they don't have many food options, or some in some cases they don't have any food options inside the park. However, usually if there's a lodge, the lodges have some kind of food. And we've always thought the food in the lodges has been great. And usually they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So that's always a great place to go. We're not going to talk about any of the lodge restaurants today because there are so many and we have limited time. So what we're going to be talking about are some places in the little towns around the parks. As opposed to just reaching into the back of the truck and grabbing anything that's edible and eating it because that's what we usually do for meals. And usually it's Cheez-Its. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're expanding our um, palate. <laughs> we, oh, so we are fancy. <laughs> now, the other thing, the other disclaimer we should say is that we always like to sit at the bar or in the bar of a restaurant as opposed to the fancy restaurant, part of the restaurant. Right. We want to be close to the person who's serving us <laughs> so there's no, there's no confusion i always have this fear that my drinks and food take a tour of the restaurant before they actually come to the table and so this way i can see the beer being poured and <laughs> nothing happened to it between, between well, the bartender and me that's because you've had some bad experiences I've had you some have bad- seen your plate of food being placed in front of somebody that, else and they, they breathed on it I, before the server picked it back up and brought it to you. I had an unusually bad experience <laughs> at one of the national parks, who shall be n- nameless, <laughs> where I ordered soup and the soup took a tour of the restaurant <laughs> to many other tables before it came to our table. I could see it. I watched it take mm-hmm. a tour and people would stop and look at it, smell it. Uh, ask what it was, and then say that was not what they ordered. So the waitress would pick it back up. This would be repeated several times until it came to me. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing, too, a similar thing, is that I know when we're at a table in a dining room and the waitress comes and asks us if we'd like a second drink, I'm always trying to figure out how long it's going to take for that second drink to get to me. Like, will I be finished with my meal before the drink comes? Yeah, sometimes they're handing that second drink to us as we're walking out of the restaurant. We've right. <laughs> we've already eaten. <laughs> we've paid, had dessert. <laughs> and, and oh, by the way, here's the drink you ordered an hour and a half ago. And we, we sound ungrateful, don't we? Well, we do. And here's the thing. I, um, <laughs> it's not, it's never the server's fault. I have been, I've been a waitress in my, in my 
my younger days, and I know how much work they do and how hard the job is, and they're juggling a thousand things. So it's not their fault, but this is what happens, and we see it. The waitress puts in the drink order, the bartender makes the drink, sets it on the bar for the waitress to pick up, and it takes about 10 or 15 minutes because she or he, they're doing other things. But in the meantime, we're staring at our drink on the bar. We're like 20 feet away. I I am perfectly fine going and getting my own drink. I, I don't need somebody to serve me. Well, yeah, just, but you can can't, I just can I just go? But get you can't that? do that. I think that's frowned upon. You can't it's go take your drink upon. off the bar. I can handle a few frowns. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Story of your life. Yeah, no, I, I'm used to frowns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess all this to say, this is a very long explanation of why we like to sit at the bar, because it takes out the middleman or woman. And so you tell the bartender your drink, you watch the bartender make your drink, and the bartender sets it in front of you. And it's perfect. And that's it. And that's it. That's how life should be. It is that how simple. life should be. Right. But anyway, we are we are deep, deep into our podcast episode, and we haven't told anybody a single place to eat. Okay, well, let's fix that. Let's get started. Okay. Um, I arranged these on the outline. I listed them by state, just because I figured that was easier. So let's start with Utah. Let's start with Moab. Moab's a great little town. One of our favorite places in Moab to eat is Zax. Z-A-X. They have great pizza. It's an it's an all-you-can-eat pizza place, but you can also order your own pizza if if you would like. We discovered, um, so for those of you who haven't been to Moab, this sits right outside of Arches National Park. It's also very convenient to Canyonlands National Park. And we discovered Zach's, I think it was the first restaurant we ever went to because... It's the only restaurant there that we found where you walk in, you sit down. Once the server takes your drink order, you can literally walk to this pizza soup and salad buffet and you can eat immediately. You There's no waiting. You well, I mean, you don't eating. eat at the buffet. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you should put stuff on your plate you and take it back to the table. You could start eating right away. <laughs> but that's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, one quick note, they might possibly not be doing that currently because of COVID. I know a lot of buffets have been taken away. I looked on their website and it didn't mention the buffet is why. Oh, I'm the buffets that. will be back. Yeah, buffets will be back. So Zach's is a great place. Like I think you just said they have more than pizza. So Well, they- and sometimes there's a long wait for a table in the general dining room, but the bar area is seat yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you can go past the line skirt the crowd and go right into the bar that's right we get a lot of dirty looks but it's totally legal oh yeah like we're not we're not jumping line yeah right anyway great food uh they have all kinds of mixed drinks uh they have a they have a pretty large bar so zach's z-a-x is great also in Moab, we have discovered they have a food truck park, which is really fun. If yeah, you're, I like that. Yeah, if you want to get something to go and you're in a hurry. Um, our favorite one there is Quesadilla Mo- Mobile. Okay, I can't even. Quesadilla Mobilia. <laughs> Was that, did I say that right? Yeah, it's, well, just remember the Quesadilla part. Okay, it's just, you go to the food truck park and mm-hmm. you see quesadilla, you're probably at the right place. Yeah, fantastic food. Fantastic. Yeah, another, everyone knows by now that we like pizza. Another fantastic, it's not just a pizza place, it's an Italian restaurant, but they have fantastic pizza, is Antica Forma. And we have gotten pizza to go from that mm-hmm. place that's absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Also, another place in Moab that we went uh, years and years ago, started going, is, of course, the Moab Brewery. 
Um, again, this place, there's usually a long line of people waiting to get in, but the bar has open seating. So if you can find a table in the bar, you can just seat yourself. The only thing is, uh, I think we've mentioned this before, Utah has some kind of strange beer regulations, don't they? Beer laws. It's, it's, laws. Un, it's unusual. It seems like the draft beer in Utah has an alcohol limit to it. However, if you buy a bottle of beer in a restaurant in Utah, that bottle doesn't have the same alcohol limit. You can order a bottle of their beer and it's the full strength what they normally make and sell in in the stores. Right. And they'll open it for you and they'll serve it to you in a glass. And so just a little tip on that if you want their full strength, like like if you drink IPAs and things like that. So that is, uh, that's Moab. Moving on to Springdale, which is that darling town that sits right outside of Zion National Park. Yeah, just south of Zion. One of our favorite places of all national park places to eat is uh, Zion Pizza and Noodle. How could you not love it with the name of Zion Pizza and Noodle? We've never had their noodles. <laughs> we never we've have, but only we've seen had the, them. <laughs> but if we ever get a hankering for noodles, we would go there. That's right. Because we've seen large plates of pasta go by, and it looks absolutely delicious. Yeah, so if you're coming off of a really challenging hike, you can get noodles or pizza or both. But uh, yeah, and we've also found during covid era that uh, you can get get their pizza to go that's uh, right. take out and so uh-huh. that that's great as well but there was another place in springdale that we found recently and we've been there a couple of times the bit and spur yeah that's a fun place yeah. that, that's a pretty typical restaurant again we sit in the bar area has a big giant pool table in there but they had some delicious cocktails we had like prickly pear margaritas and- yeah and we went there right before COVID, and it was just super packed you know uh-huh. in the old days where literally Literally shoulder to shoulder. So it's a very popular place with both locals and visitors. Uh, and then we've been there during the COVID era and, the, you know, at limited capacity. It was a little, little less crowded by design. But yeah, it's a fantastic place to eat in Springdale. That's right. Moving on to the tiny town of Torrey, Utah, which is right outside of Capitol Reef National Park. We have a couple places to mention here. One is a place called Slackers. Uh, We discovered this place. We ordered some pizza from them for takeout, and it was absolutely delicious. Yeah, we've ordered pizza there several times, and it's always been great. I know that for a while they were closed uh, for a remodel. I think they're back online. I think so, too. Now, if you don't feel like a pizza, if you're craving a steak, there is the Broken Spur Steakhouse and Inn. And it's it's pretty much a typical steakhouse like you would expect. Yeah, it's home style cooking, mm-hmm. you know, meat and potatoes, great, uh, you know, salads. And uh, the other fun thing about that is... That little complex there, they have some Conestoga wagons that you can stay in. Uh, Now, these wagons, they don't have bathrooms, but they have then for the group of wagons, then they have public restrooms, if you will. But that would be fun sometime to stay in one of those wagons. Oh, I think so, too. And I think Capitol Reef Resort down the road that's closer to the park, they have some wagons and some teepees also, kind of same arrangement. Mm -hmm. So that would be fun to do sometime. We just never... A lot of times we're in Utah and it's cold at night, so we've never really pulled the trigger on staying at one of these. They're only open during the nicer seasons. And the last two times we've been there in early March and in November, they have been, the teepee part of it has been closed. But I would love to stay in a teepee or a wagon. Yeah. 
One more food suggestion in Capitol Reef National Park is the Gifford Homestead. This is inside the park. Mm -hmm. This is where they sell the pies. The pies, the famous little pies. Oh, my gosh. We did get a cinnamon bun once, and I think those may be as popular, if not more popular, than the pies. But here's a tip. You need to get there fairly early in the day. They told us they usually sell out by mid-afternoon, so around by, by about 2 o'clock. If you're walking in at 2 o'clock, you're pushing your luck. They might be sold out. That's right. Got to get there early. And I love it, too, because the pies are small. You can get your own pie. You don't have to share. So if Or get three. If, <laughs> or get 12. You're in luck because are you, you have, are you worried pie. that I'm going to eat your uh, peach pie? Is oh that... no, I guard it with my life. Okay, okay. So I think we have two more things for Utah. One is in again a, the tiny little town of Escalante, and this place is called Escalante Outfitters. Yeah, it's a little outfitter store, but it also has a restaurant attached to it. I know a really good restaurant. And you know what they have. At, at that restaurant, Karen, this is going to surprise our listeners. What? Really good pizza. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you love this place because we go in and we order our pizza and our drinks. And then you usually get up and go right next door is the outfitter section. Right. And you buy socks and you look at maps and things like that until <laughs> our pizza is ready. So it's really the perfect place to pizza go. Pizza and socks. Yeah. Between Zion and Bryce, there's a little town called Orderville. I think you used to call it Odorville. Uh, no, I never did. You can't. Orderville. Mm-hmm. We've been to the rock shop there. But also, there is the Forscher German Bakery. Yes. It has great baked goods, and they make sandwiches there. So that's, the, so that's on the highway as you're going north out of Kanab, kind of past the Zion turnoff, and you're heading toward... Bryce mm-hmm. Canyon National Park. That's right. Don't miss that one. Incredible baked goods. You will not be able to decide what to get. Or if you're like us, you'll just get a whole bunch of get everything. Five of each. Yes. <laughs> okay, moving on to Montana. If you're visiting Glacier National Park, we have a couple of suggestions for you. There's a fun little food truck right there in West Glacier that has great food. And we sat and had a picnic. It was really nice. The food was good. I don't know if that's a permanent food truck. I hope it is or if they rotate. But just so you know, if you want to grab a quick bite, there is a food truck right there in West Glacier. Yeah. And then if you are driving through or staying in the town of Kalispell, we love the Moose Saloon. They have fantastic pizza, and they also have peanuts, and people throw the peanut shells all over the floor. You love restaurants (laughs) where you can throw shit on the floor. (laughs) I do. I do. Not I don't know why. I don't know why that appeals to you that there's trash on the floor, but there are peanut shells all over the floor, and then you can get your peanuts and throw, throw the shells, and it just seems to be something you like doing. But yes. we don't do that at home. We don't ever do that at home. That's no. why I like doing it. So the Moose Saloon, it's a dive bar. Very fun. Very fun people there. You know, but before we leave the Glacier area, we should talk about the one in the Pole Bridge area, which is on the far west side of the park. And up there, it's one of the most unique places to eat that you'll find in your national park travels, which is the Pole Bridge Mercantile. Oh, my gosh. What a place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're known for their... 
baked goods, especially the huckleberry bear claws. They have yes. great macaroons also. Everything is great. The first time we went was actually last summer during COVID. And so they were only letting a few people inside the mercantile at a time. And so there was a very long line and it started to rain. So we got at the end of the line and thought, is this worth it? And we stood out there for at least a half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. And boy, when we got those huckleberry bear claws and we ate them in the car, it was unbelievable. I almost turned the truck around and got back in that long line. Well, our mistake was we, that we didn't buy more yeah, stuff. Just, but uh, yeah, so if you're ever in the Polbridge area, Polbridge Mercantile open only in the summer. Don't miss it. It's on the far west side of the park. All right, let's go to the state of Washington, our home state. Let's do that. Uh, up by Olympic National Park in the Port Angeles area. Mm-hmm. One of the places we like to go. Bar Hop Brewing is a great place. They have good beer and they have really good pizza. And uh, you can sit outside in front of the restaurant on the picnic tables. And we did that most of the time during COVID season. That's uh, right. But they also have a, a good sized interior place to sit. That's the place we go after we're hiking in Olympic National Park and we're, we're absolutely starving and we'll go and just order a whole bunch of pizzas and, and beer and that's, we're in heaven. <laughs> that's why we eat so much pizza. People need to know that this is after we've done like a 4,000 calorie mm-hmm. hike. That's right. <laughs> now, if you're in a hurry and you're going through Port Angeles, there is a fast food place that we would recommend. It's hamburgers and the place is called Frugal's. And I guess it's a chain. Weren't you telling me that? Well, that- I don't know if it's a chain uh, in the sense that they have lots and lots of restaurants, but I do believe that I saw they also have one in Kalispell, Montana. Okay. So if you're up by the Glacier National Park area, check that out in Kalispell. But yeah, fantastic burgers. Their driveway's not very long, so the cars back up into the street, and the city of Port Angeles has accommodated this because kind of on the shoulder of the road on the left side, you'll see... All these cars, what are, the, what are these cars sitting in the street waiting for? Well, it's it's the line to Frugal's. Yeah, we were kind of skeptical until we saw the line of cars, and then we, we knew it must be good. And uh, yeah, really great hamburgers. All right. And if you are visiting North Cascades National Park, there is a town to the east of it called Winthrop. It's a Western kind of cowboy looking town, which is very charming. And surprise, surprise, one of the places we go to eat when we visit Winthrop is the Old Schoolhouse Brewery. Mm-hmm. Great beer, uh, really good food. So it's, it's a good place to go, especially after a hike. Now, sometimes when we've gone to Winthrop, the Old Schoolhouse Brewery isn't open. I don't know. They have varied hours depending on the season. So when that's the case, we, we panic. Ha- we <laughs> First, we panic, and then we walk across the street to Three Finger Jack's Saloon, which for some reason, I always want to call it One-Eyed Jack's Saloon. No, it's Three Fingers. Maybe he has one eye also, but he's got three fingers. He might have ten fingers, but he has at least three. (laughs) Three Finger Jack's Saloon, which, uh, here's a fun fact, it's the oldest operating saloon in the state of Washington. So you got that. That's a bonus. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's that's an alternative if you're in the Winthrop area. Another place fairly close to the town of Winthrop is this little town of Mazama, which is west of Winthrop. And the general store there, which is essentially pretty much the entire town, incredible sea salt baguettes Yes, that they sell there. They, they also make sandwiches. They have some salads and beer on tap, pastries. All kinds of great food. And I'm telling you, those sea salt baguettes. So it's it's a long, you know, like a French bread type of 
It's a baguette. But you could literally, we just rip off hunks and eat it like Like that. dogs. Like, like, like wild dogs. dogs. <laughs> Although dogs don't have hands. But <laughs> other than that, we're just like wild dogs. The two of us can go easily go through one loaf. It is that good. They make them every day, and I think they sell out by early afternoon because people are crazy for the sea salt baguettes. Uh, so check that out if you're ever in the area. They have a nice outdoor patio, too, so you can get a beer on tap. I think you said, Matt, they make good sandwiches. Um, plus, they sell all kinds of merchandise. It's like a really cute mercantile type of place. Yeah, and that little town of Mazamet also has a, an outfitter store mm-hmm. right next to the general store. So, yeah, that's a fun place to stop for a break. So let's go down south a little bit further in the state of Washington to the Mount Rainier area. Okay. So over on the southeast side of the park, southeast entrance, there's a little town called Packwood. And again, great pizza. Mm -hmm. Cruisers Pizza. Cruisers. We we always stop there. We stop there. And then another place that I know is very popular, just a block down, is the Packwood Brewing Company. And they have good food and good beer. So that's another uh, great option if you're in Packwood. And now, again, to the south of the park, but at the southwest entrance is a little town called Ashford. And some locals recommended to us the Copper Creek Inn. Oh, man. And that's that's a fantastic place to eat. We've, we've had breakfast there. We've had dinner there memorable meals yes and they're famous for their blackberry cuisine they make and sell a lot of blackberry products and they make the best blackberry pie you might ever have eaten in your life it's one of those places i think we had brunch with uh craig and aya there one time and you know it's good when i take a picture of (laughs) of our food We don't do that very often because we we don't want to take the time to take a photo before we dive in. So yeah. we have very few photos of our food. But yeah, yeah, I think I ordered pancakes or something, and it's so it's a casual place. It's mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. not fine cuisine, but really good food. And they have a pretty uh, pretty wide variety on their menu, right. so something for everybody there. All right, the great state of South Dakota. We seem to have been there a lot lately. We have found the Black Hills in the last few years and been there several times and have stayed in Hill City a couple of times. And one of the best restaurants we've had in any of all of our national park trips is the Alpine Inn there in Hill City. And it's in this building that was built in 1886. And what I love about this restaurant, other than the food's fantastic, they have one thing on the menu. Well, actually, they have two things on the menu. Yes. It's a steak or a vegetarian option. Right. And the steak is it's bacon wrap filet. Your choice is large or small. That's right. <laughs> it's so simple, but it is so good. So here's what you get. You get a bacon wrapped filet mignon. You get a baked potato. You get Texas toast. I love Texas toast. I know you do. And this huge wedge salad. And so the price is $14 if you want a six ounce steak, and it's $16 if you want a nine ounce steak. And that is it. And as you said, Matt, there's one vegetarian option available, but that's the entire menu. Oh my gosh, probably one of the best steaks I've ever had. Right. It was so good. And because they keep it simple, they can serve quite a few people in an evening. You don't feel rushed. There usually is a crowd, and mm-hmm. when we went, we were pretty far back in line, but it didn't seem like the, the wait was all that long. Another thing we should mention 
it's cash only. That's right, cash only. They do not take reservations, so people just show up, and there's always a lot of people hanging out on the front porch waiting, but they're open, I believe, from 5 to 9, and it's just you you go and you put your name in and you wait, and it is so worth the wait. It was just amazing food and so inexpensive. Yeah, we're making the line longer for, for us, for all these places as, as we travel. That's true. Staying in the Black Hills, Custer uh-huh. State Park. In the park itself, there's Bluebell Lodge, uh-huh. and they have a great restaurant. We, we've had lunch there several times. You like it because there are, I hate this, but you, you, <laughs> like, you like it because in the bar, there are bar stools made out of saddles. <laughs> I made you sit on one next to me, and I had the server take our photo. Just yeah, just so you know, I'm not sitting on a horse saddle bar stool anymore. This is you've done this several times to me in in the course of the last ten years. I know it's actually pretty uncomfortable to sit for more than about thirty seconds that way. So we just did it for the photo, and then we went back to our booth in the lounge. But if you want to get a cute photo, check that out. But but the food is great uh drinks are good and it's a it's a really cute place if you're in custer state park and if you're over in the badlands area badlands national park the small town of wall that's north of the park wall drug they have incredible donuts Uh, they are really good i'm not much of a donut i'm not as big of a donut person as you are but those donuts are really good. They have their own donut counter. <laughs> yeah, special donut counter. <laughs> I think you had the maple something something. I literally had one of each. Oh, you did. That's right. Yeah. 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 And they have a full menu cafe too. I mean, it's it's cafe burgers and yes. grilled cheese and things like that. Right. And they also have an ice cream shop. There's always a long line at the ice cream shop. So that must be good. But we're usually focused on the donuts and we haven't haven't tried the ice cream there yet. Waldrug's a fun place to, to visit. Absolutely. Okay, so moving on to Colorado, and if you are visiting um, Rocky Mountain National Park in the cute little town of Estes Park, I know we have mentioned this before because it's your favorite, is the Donut House, spelled H-A-U-S. Yeah, I like it even more that it's spelled (laughs) H-A-U-S. Now, they used to have their own standalone spot, Uh, so if you've been there way in the past to Estes Park and and visited the Donut House, it's no longer there. They've moved to the Sinclair Station, (laughs) so it's Uh in a gas station, and I'm, I'm not opposed to eating gas station food. Uh, no, you're never. You no, always go no. to gas station subways and things like that. So why not a gas station donut house? Yeah. And remember when you heard it was closing like two or three years ago, how, how sad you were? I, I was sad. Because <laughs> you thought it was gone forever. Yeah. But I got over it. And then you found out that they moved it to the gas station and all was right in the world. Let's see. All you have to do is just wait long enough and uh-huh. your problems go away. That's right. But a very beloved place. And I believe they have, uh, I don't know, they have great donuts. What is it you get there? The apple fritter? One of each. One of each. Okay. One more uh, restaurant we found that is really, well, they have a lot of great restaurants, obviously, in Estes Park. But another really great one we liked is Smokin' Dave's Barbecue. You can't go wrong with barbecue. You can't. And cold beer. And they do it very well at Smokin' Dave's. So let's talk about one that's a little off the beaten path, actually way off the beaten path. Big Bend National Park in Texas. It's an interesting park to visit. And if you're ever down there, there's a little town just to the west called Terlingua. And 
there's a pizza place there. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> In a trailer. Long draw pizza uh-huh. and uh, great pizza. Yeah, you know, we would not have known about this place except one of our early park visits when we were going to all the national parks in Glacier Bay up in Alaska. We spent the morning with one of the park rangers there on a hike and he recommended this place to us and we wrote it down and we made sure that when we visited Big Bend, we we uh, went to Long Draw Pizza. Yeah, and we, we even had someone email us not too long ago that they went there and they were sitting at the bar talking to, I don't know if it was the owner or just the server. And they said, yeah, the only reason we knew about this place and that the server interrupted them and said, Bob and Sue. <laughs> <laughs> so we wrote about this in, in our original uh-huh. Dear Bob and Sue book. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we've sent them a lot of business. I hope so. Cause they make some amazing pizza and the owners are very, very nice people. One other thing we should mention about Terlingua, and you can look this up on the internet. Every year, I think the weekend after Halloween, they have the chili cook-off. Mm-hmm. I would love to, to go to that. be the world championship chili cook-off. So yeah. I'd like to go to Big Ben just to do that. I would too. I think that would be a blast. All right. Now, obviously, <laughs> this looks sad because I have California and I have the entire one, state of California. <laughs> one place in the entire state of California, which isn't obviously true because there are millions of great places to eat. But one random charming little place we found when we were visiting Joshua Tree National Park is also in the little town by the same name, the little town of Joshua Tree, JT Country Kitchen. You think JT stands for Joshua Tree? Or is it just somebody's name, initials, JT? We don't know. It's not <laughs> It's not a big place. It's tiny place. Matter of fact, there's really nowhere to wait inside. So if mm-hmm. if you have to put your name on the list, you, you will be standing outside, which is, which is fine. We heard about it from some locals, and boy, was it good. Now, this is just primarily a breakfast place. They're only open from, I believe, 7 a.m. to like 2 p.m. So it's breakfast, brunch, and lunch. Yeah, we saw a lot of people who looked like they were campers. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And really, their only joy left in life since, <laughs> since they were camping was to drive to the JT Country Kitchen and have real food. That's right. <laughs> A lot of relationships on on repair <laughs> happening there at the old Country Kitchen. <laughs> so she hasn't talked to you for three solid days. Like, take her to a restaurant. Get her a <laughs> breakfast burrito because yeah. that always Soften works for up. me. <laughs> All I need is a good breakfast burrito and all is right with the world. Yeah. I do recall, didn't you have that giant like chicken fried steak and it had like gravy over it and all that? (laughs) (laughs) That was the healthy choice menu. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you know, before we leave California, I'm just going to throw this in because I have to. If you're in the state of California, Santa Rosa, California, you got to go to Russian River Brewery. Uh, I mean, it's not really that close to any national parks, although Mm -hmm. it's, it's close to... Point Reyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. Uh, which is a national park unit, uh-huh. which is actually a beautiful area to hike in and see the, the elk there. But anyway, yeah, go go to Russian River Brewery if you're ever even close to Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. That's another place that makes great pizza. And of course, their beer is phenomenal. 
All right, I think we have one left on this list, and that would be if you are traveling through Arizona to the Grand Canyon and you happen to be going through Flagstaff or even staying in Flagstaff, we always stop at Lumberyard Brewing Company. Yep, go to the Lumberyard and have a beer. Or... The last time we were there, I ha- I ordered, I don't know why, but I ordered a Bloody Mary. Do you remember that thing? It was like dinner inside yeah. the Bloody Mary. Yeah, it did have, have oh a lot of vegetables God. in it. It had vegetables and meats on skewers, and it was like a backyard barbecue right inside my Bloody Mary. I got to say, I do like it when they put meat in your drinks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I give it all to you. <laughs> Because usually it's pretty good meat if they if they're going to put it in an alcohol drink. So that's right, and when it's soaked in in a Bloody Mary, it's yeah. even better. Mm-hmm. Well, this was fun. It was fun, and this uh-huh. is uh, just a sampling, but this will get you started if you're ever visiting any of these areas. These are some places to look up. Sure. And obviously, you all have your own places that you love and that you visit. So if you have a particular one that you think we should check out, send us an email. You can uh, send it to Matt and Karen Smith at gmail.com. Okay, Karen, is this where the harmonica comes in? Are we going to do, since this is a bonus episode, are we going to do the actual music or do I do it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, we'll play some real, some real music, Matt, because I know you wanted to learn how to play the harmonica on summer break, but I don't think it's coming along very well. <laughs> now I'm dizzy. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to our bonus episode. We hope you're all having a wonderful summer and we'll be back with more Dear Bob and Sue episodes in the fall. So safe travels, friends, and bon appetit. Cheers and happy noshing. (laughs) (laughs) You had to get that in, didn't you? Yes, since you wouldn't let me put it in the title. (laughs) 